Welcome to The Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. I am Dan Paletta. Always glad when you can join us. The Landscape is presented with the support of Delta Dental of Ohio. Find out what Delta Dental offers you at deltadentaloh.com. We here at Cranes like to keep an eye on the folks who make things happen in our community, whether they are up-and-comers in their 20s and 30s, established professionals in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, and also those folks who are continuing to make things happen long after many of their compatriots have taken to their rocking chairs. We're excited to announce our, our new class of 8 over 80. This is the thing we've had for a few years now, and here to tell us about this year's class and the whole process is our executive editor, Elizabeth McIntyre. Hi, Elizabeth. Hey, Dan. It's nice to be here with you today. Glad you can join us. Let's dive into this. First of all, we've had these different classes over the years. Why add 8 over 80? So, you know, back around 2016, we were already doing programs like 40 Under 40 and uh, 20 Under 20s, which are wonderful programs that that highlight um, some up-and-comers in our region and the work that they're doing. But we started talking and we realized, you know, there are a lot of people who are still very active after they've retired or are still working a paid job well into their 80s and even into their into their 90s. And why not celebrate these people as well? Because they are having as much impact as the younger people are and are really role models and, and people who, who you want to emulate in your own career as, as you're working through the decades um, of your professional life. So that's why we decided in 2016 to start the program of eight, over 80. And here we are nine years later, uh, still doing it. And I'm excited because we have another excellent cohort uh, of eight people who are still doing remarkable work um, over the age of 80. So obviously one of the qualifications is you have to be over 80 or is there any other thing you have to do to qualify? How does this work? No, I mean, really, the way I look at it is you have to have a purpose-driven life, um, and you have to still be striving um, in that purpose-driven life. And that can take so many different forms. You know, some people that we recognize have reached a certain level of, of professional accomplishment in their job, or they've led a life of service. Um, that might be under the radar, that maybe aren't, um, the person may not be a, have, have been a CEO or, or a board chairman um, or these other kind of accolades you can think of, but maybe they've led a quiet life of service to other people. And it's something that, that we want to shine a light on. Um, so in this class, you're going to find just those types of people who, who really range, um, have this, this wide ranging purpose in life. Of, of helping other people. Each of these inductees is different, but do you see any kind of common themes in addition to this service in life? Do you see any common themes that seem to run through those people that we induct into our classes of 8 over 80? Definitely, Dan. That's an excellent question. I would say the theme that seems to run through is wanting to give back to others. Um, it's, it's a real um, servant leadership mentality um, that I see, and we've been doing this for nine years, so um, when you do the math on that, that's more than 70 people um, that we've highlighted um, through this program. And that, that servant leadership, that wanting to give back to others, seems to be that common thread that we've seen. I think it's interesting, too. Again, sort of depends on when you grew up and how old you are. When we were growing up, Elizabeth, when a person hit 70, you're like, wow, that guy or woman, she's really old. <laughs> and now people are in their 80s. And as you're talking about, they're still vibrant. It seems like there's been a real change of people who don't just say, well... 
you know, time for me to go sit on the rocking chair kind of thing. Right. Definitely. And this, you know, I, you hear it all the time and you have this, uh, 60s are the new 40s and 70s are the new <laughs> 50s. And, um, I think that people, you know, it, people want to stay active. And I think by staying active, it leads to, it pays off in, in, a, in being more healthy, um, keeping your mind engaged and keeping those connections going. And I think all of the people that, that we've spotlighted definitely believe in remaining active, um, even though they're past the retirement age. Before we talk about this year's class, tell us about some of the past honorees, because we've had some distinguished people. I was delighted to interview Larry Morrow for a recent induction of the class, a broadcast Hall of Fame member. Tell us some of the other folks who are, who've been part of these classes. Sure, definitely. Um, you know, we've been privileged to um, to recognize people like Robert P. Madison, who is a renowned architect here in Northeast Ohio. Um, we've also um, highlighted Dick Pogue, who is without a doubt one of the most civically involved people, former managing partner at Jones Day. And you know, Dick is still very active in the community well into his 90s. We've also highlighted um, uh, Reverend Otis Moss, who is a renowned uh, religious figure here in Northeast Ohio, who, who was very impactful in the civil rights era and beyond. So, I mean, we've, we've been very fortunate to tell their stories. Someone, some people in our audience may not know some of the people that we're highlighting. So it's an opportunity uh, to get their stories out there in a wide way. This episode of The Landscape is brought to you by Delta Dental of Ohio. With offices in Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Dublin, Delta Dental of Ohio is proud to be an industry leader in dental benefits. Together with our customers, providers, and employees, we build a higher standard of oral health care in our communities. And we are more than dental. At Delta Dental of Ohio, we work with entrepreneurs, innovators, and changemakers who are committed to improving the health and well-being of all Buckeyes. Together, we are building healthy, smart, Vibrant communities for all. Elizabeth McIntyre joins us today. She is the executive editor of Cranes Cleveland. She joins us today for the Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast, as we take a look at the class of eight over 80. So let's dive into this class, Elizabeth. Who are some of the folks who made the cut this year? Sure. So I'm going to talk about a few of them, um, and hopefully um, you'll you'll um, go online. Uh, this publishes on Monday. Uh, this coming Monday. Um, it'll be online and also in our print publication, so you can read more about them in uh, Cranes. And I'm going to highlight just a few of them today, but I hope you check these people out and the other people that I'm not mentioning because they're just, um, they're really fascinating. They're, they're great people and you should know who they are. So uh, one of the people um, that we are honoring is Frank um, Linsalata, who's 80 years old. He was the second person in his family to go to college, and he graduated from Case Western Reserve um, with, with his engineering degree. And he was a pioneer in the private equity field with that type of work, with leverage, leverage buyouts and stuff like that here in Cleveland. He founded the Linsalata Capital Partners back in 1984. And that firm, since it was founded in 1984, it has acquired 120 companies and raised about $1.5 million and invested about $4.5 billion over his career, um, which is a pretty remarkable number. 
And, you know, while Frank is very proud of the accomplishments he's done professionally, he's also very proud of the work that he's done with his alma mater at Case Western Reserve in fundraising. So he he was a really critical component of Case's capital campaign. And they had a goal to raise $1 billion. They nearly doubled that number. Thank wow. <laughs> I know, it's remarkable. And you know, Frank had a big hand in that. So they ended up raising um, $1.8 billion between 2011 um, to about 2019. And he's still serving on the Case Western Reserve Board. He's been on the board for 24 years. So um, he's somebody who really believes in that idea of giving back. I've had a lot of success in my career, and now it's time to give back, too. I always think it's interesting to note, especially in this day and age when everybody goes to, not everybody goes to college, but more people go to college than they used to. When you hear about people that the first or second person in a family that had an opportunity to get to that higher education then really take advantage of it. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, another person that we're honoring this year is George Arnoff, who's 89 years old, and he is still working to this day at uh, wow. the Benish Law Firm, which is the second largest uh, law firm here in Northeast Ohio. And he works in the corporate and securities practice group, and he's been there for 65 years now. But he, um, He's a big believer in the importance of getting the deal done and that, you know, what he tries to do is is um, achieve a, a client's objectives, try to solve the puzzle for the client. And he says, as long as you are doing, if, if that's your focus, getting the deal done, you're doing the job right. Did I hear you correctly? He's been, he's been at the same law firm for 65 years? Yeah, he sure is. He that's sure amazing. is. And he... Back in 1975, he became one of the named partners at Benish. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Who else made the class? Um, we've got Jean Cress, uh, who's 82 years old, and you know she's a fascinating person. She's um, an Olmsted Township trustee, and she's had a really, really varied career. She started off as a school teacher. Um, and that was back in the days where you didn't, it wasn't required that you had to have a college degree. So she taught for a while and then she left teaching to raise her family with her husband. And then they ran a small business together for 30 years. And during that time, she got really involved in the community. She served on the school board and uh, she worked in the communities as, as what she describes as a self-proclaimed activist. So you can imagine huh. <laughs> what, that, what that may have looked like. <laughs> so she went back during that time to finish her college degree. This is while she was in her 50s. And once she got that college degree, she decided to run for public office. And now she's been serving has Olmsted Township trustee now for, I think she's on her, like her third term now. But she believes, you know, all that I've just described was all part of her path that allowed her to become the person she's become today. So um, it's very active in the community. It's, you know, you think she already had this career. She was a school teacher. Most people say, well, that was a great career. That's enough. So to continue on and then get involved in politics is this whole other more, another contribution to her own community. Right, exactly, exactly. Now, another person that we are um, honoring is a name that 
everyone in Northeast Ohio is uh, familiar with, and that's Dr. Toby Cosgrove. Oh, um, for those who don't know, <laughs> he was the uh, CEO and president of the Cleveland Clinic for 13 years. Um, and during that time, he grew revenue from $3.7 billion in 20, um, uh, 2004 to $8.5 by 2016 when he retired. But, you know, he, I mean, this is somebody who was a world-renowned cardiac surgeon who, you know, really was a pioneer in, in mitral, valve prolab, uh, mitral valve repairs. Um, and he performed more than two, more than 20,000 cardiac operations um, through the course of his career. But then he went and became um, a business leader. I mean, he, he, he ran this massive healthcare system um, in Cleveland and had great success at it. But what's really interesting about Toby is even though he's been retired since 2016, he is still working today as an advisor or board member for a variety of companies. In total, he's done this type of, of work, advising and being a board member for more than uh, 20 companies. So he's very committed to um, health technology solutions. So that's the space that he's pretty much, when, when you see him involved, that's usually in those types of spaces. You could see that a company would want to take advantage of someone with that kind of experience. That's why so many people probably call upon him. Right, and just you know, the intellect alone of somebody like a Dr. Toby Cosgrove is definitely something a company wants to tap into. Give us one more person. Who else did you uh, want to profile? Um, sure. You know what? I think I'm going to mention Carol Moore. I mean, this is somebody, it's a name you've probably never heard of before. She's 82 years old. Uh, uh, she grew up in Cleveland. And this is somebody who, who really defines that idea of a person who's committed to improving the lives of others. And Carol Moore has, 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 has lived a life of service for other people. She was a Metro Health nurse for 25 years before retiring about 20 years ago. So while she, her professional life was taking care of other people, her, her, her life in retirement is doing the same. So she helped establish and still helps operate today a nursing practice at the Cleveland Church of Christ uh, Citadel of Hope Ministries in Glenville. And this nursing practice has been in operation for 40 years now. And in it, they do things like blood pressure screenings and work with uh, the community members to educate them on the importance of exercise and nutrition to manage chronic health issues like diabetes and things like that. But she also does senior transportation um, at the church. She does the meals ministry at the church. She does the bereavement support group. Um, she is taking her neighbors and uh, church members to their doctor's appointments. And anywhere there's a need, you're probably going to find Carol Moore helping to meet and match that need and to, and to problem solve. Um, and she's just an example of somebody who has is, who is, uh, committed herself to serving other people. And I think that's a very worthwhile thing to highlight. It's interesting to see the different paths people take to have this community service. She's doing it through her church and other people do it in other ways. But at the end of the day, it's all still service for Northeast Ohio. Exactly, Dan. And you know what? Carol Moore has actually received um, not one, but two 
presidential lifetime achievement awards, one from uh, President Obama and another one from President Biden. So she has uh, been recognized for the work she does. This is inspiring, Elizabeth. I'm like, oh man, if I can get up off the couch and go to work today, I'm pretty excited. So when you- <laughs> You <laughs> would you be both. About, you're, when you hear about this, you're like, man, these people are amazing. So thanks so much for sharing these stories. And again, we can read these on Monday the 10th in Cranes. You got it. Elizabeth McIntyre, always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us today. All right, thanks, Dan. Elizabeth McIntyre is the executive editor of Cranes Cleveland. She joins us today for The Landscape to talk about the new class of eight over 80. You can read about them at cranescleveland.com. Coming up Monday, April 10th, we're always glad you can join us for The Landscape. It is brought to you with the support of Delta Dental of Ohio. Find out more at deltadentaloh.com. I'm Dan Paletta. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk again soon. 